this is Lilian Kasanga, and uh, with me uh, tonight I have Lisa Gashara. Um, Lisa is my niece, and uh, I've watched her grow from the time she was little, actually from the time she was in her mommy's tummy, and I have seen her make milestones, um, major strides, I've seen her uh, managing her life, uh, living, growing, uh, learning, doing her education in the U.S., and I've also seen her uh, really keeping that uh, stride uh, in Africa in the, with the, her roots and uh, uh, keeping that together has been very impressive for me. And so Lisa is my guest today and I just want us to learn a few um, lessons from her own experience as a young person uh, living in a digital age and Lisa, welcome. Thank you, Auntie, for having me. I'm a bit nervous because I'm used to being on the other end <laughs> and asking the questions. Mm -hmm. So, yes, thank you. Well, great. So maybe we could start off with uh, a bit of who's Lisa? You know, yeah, who's Lisa? I think I usually answer this question with which university I'm at and what I'm studying, but that's not who I am. Yeah. And you've actually shown me that just in the last few minutes of speaking about me so I want to take away from what society defines you as a person as asking what do you do mm -hmm. what are you studying mm -hmm. who I am I'm a very charismatic person mm -hmm. and upbeat I like to just be in, in joyous rooms and make my family laugh or spend time with people mm -hmm. learn from people mm -hmm. and that's who I am yeah. I'm easygoing. Yeah. I, I, I just enjoy little little moments. Mm -hmm. Great. I like that, and I've actually seen that. <laughs> A people person, your heart is, is, is people, really. And so, Lisa, it's been interesting watching you, um, you know, grow up in the U.S., go to school there, go to college there and uh, the whole mix and I just wanted to tell us a little bit about what it's been like living, growing, learning there um, and why for you it's important that you stay true to your roots as well. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go through the timeline of my 20 years because mm -hmm. I think a lot of parents of immigrants or people who may have immigrated when they were little because I came when I went to the US when I was three mm -hmm. so I think there's just a phase of life like maybe up until you're 10, you kind of are in this place and you're just assimilating mm -hmm. to that. So at this time, I wasn't really interested in speaking Swahili or eating mokimo. Mm -hmm. And if I did my hair, I would only want black. I didn't mm -hmm. want colors, so I don't stand out more than I already do. I remember I used to think that a lot. Like, I don't want to stand out more than I already do. Because yeah. where I grew up was mainly a suburban white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then come time when I was 11 was actually the first time I came to Kenya since I was three. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I don't know what changed. I think it was just being around people, being able to really connect with my family and understand that these are my roots. Yeah. So I was, I was really interested in wearing my natural hair, mm -hmm. um, getting to know. Like I, would, I remember just asking my parents a lot about them growing up and what it was like growing up. Yeah. And um, that's kind of how the next few years where was still being in this place that was where I've always grown up but mm -hmm. trying to stay true to where I've come from mm -hmm. and I think I'm still there trying to really understand 
um, a place that I've never lived in for long periods of time. Yes. And appreciating my roots um, and just getting to grow that way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been interesting coming from a place where you're initially kind of ignoring that aspect. You're like, and no, I embracing this it. This is who I am. Yeah. yeah. And this is where I come from. This is where my family lives. Mm-hmm. And I, I really want to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I think it takes a lot of maturity and um, understanding, growing in understanding so that you're able to actually realize that all this makes me. Mm-hmm. All this is part of me. I'm all this. And I, 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 I want to grow holistically, like in that balanced way where um, none is lagging behind. I'm glad you've come to that place. And um, would you... So I know that uh, recently you got engaged in uh, a podcast production, uh, Kanini Kega, and uh, I'm really impressed with that because I feel like you're a voice in your generation and you have some critical uh, learnings that you're releasing out there that the generation really needs. So would you just uh, share with us a little bit of that journey? How did you get there? What made you want to do that? Um, what's really your focus, you know? Yeah, so Kanini Kega started in December 2018, actually, uh-huh. as In Pursuit. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really sure. I didn't have much direction, but I just interviewed my friends and family here and there, did a couple solo episodes, and then once um, the pandemic hit and I was home, mm-hmm. I was like, let me pick this up and pick it up consistently. So that's when I started um, posting more consistently. Mm-hmm. And it was still in pursuit at this time, but I just really wanted to, on one hand, share other people's stories and share what people are doing or what they have been through and why they are in the place that they are. Mm-hmm. Then also at the same time have someone listening, maybe hear something and be like, oh, that's something I could do. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a sharing of purpose and maybe finding purpose on the other hand for someone who's listening. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm doing episodes just on my own, I like to share um, things that are just in our, in our world, some values to have or some aspects of life to um, include in your, in your life that maybe mm-hmm. isn't... Um, isn't big or people don't do as much mm-hmm. so yeah on one hand I like sharing stories I like doing episodes by myself or just something small that I'd like to share mm-hmm. and I, I like just talking and speaking with other people or that's great because you never really know where this is gonna play in the future uh, chapters of your life because I really do think we are a whole mix of our experiences mm-hmm. and that um, that our life encounters later as you march on your life you look back and you're like I see where that falls into place you know it it wasn't just a podcast mm-hmm. it wasn't just some interviews there was a, a place for it in my in the in the journey of my life and so keep doing it it's beautiful I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, you, you, you you're doing an excellent job and I'm so proud And so the other thing that I would like you to just um, maybe take us through is in your own life, I'm sure you've had lessons, learnings that out of just life experiences as a young person you've had. So the very first one that I want us to to talk about is like this is digital era and you've seen how social media and all these things about internet where it's taking I don't know, young people, their lives are really being ruled by it, literally. Like many are being mastered by it. I've seen people meet and not get to know each other at all because everyone is on their screen. I've seen um, 
people go to this beautiful place like um, like let's say the beach or, or somewhere and there's so much to see so much to behold but people are busy just on the screen taking the phone finding that perfect moment to just capture while at this place and they miss out so much I've seen people we are doing a road trip and and you'll find people are on the, the screens and they're missing a whole world out there that's passing by and I I feel like the generation is at this place where the 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 the, the, the threat of just missing out in terms of life mm -hmm. what really matters and we are sucked into this mode of just being on screens I don't know what you would have to say about that and on inter intently focusing on the generation mm. um, I think in regards to the digital era and having to be glued to our phones all the time something I would definitely say is disconnect and disconnect often mm -hmm. I think um, it's rare but also powerful when you find someone who they don't know where their phone is and that's okay it's not bothering them especially if you're in a room with people that you love and those are the people that you might be communicating with if you're on your phone just leave your phone and yeah. really connect with them mm -hmm. um, if that if disconnecting for you means deleting some social media for a little bit and and being able to go a few months without posting every aspect of your life or mm -hmm. checking updates on other people mm -hmm. I think that's really powerful and social media there's it's really rare when it's adding value in in what you're doing and it's usually just seeing how seeing the highlights of other people's lives and what people are up to but in what way is it benefiting you and if you are someone who likes using your phone a lot or social media then find some apps or accounts or people who can just continuously mm -hmm. add to who you are and what you are wanting to achieve because mm -hmm. it's not all bad there's a lot of um, stuff there that is that can help you grow mm -hmm. but there are ways to just see life that are not through a screen yeah and, I love that yeah I, I love that statement right there there's a there's a lot of ways to see life and it doesn't just have to be through a screen um, because uh, it can be a it, it, it's threatening so much mm. uh, including health and everything there's great good in it we are also seeing, seeing a lot of innovation great ideas are coming up uh, people are finding um, stumbling into businesses you know out of all this and and many other dreams are being fulfilled through it but there is also a check that's needed in mm. this and so thank you for releasing that um, caution out there to, to the generation um, Lisa what are three key lessons that you've learned uh, from just your own life experiences just three key things that you'd want to share with us the first one that comes to mind being someone who like I said earlier I like to bring people joy yeah but that also used to come from a place of wanting to please other people mm -hmm. and so um, just understanding how to live in a way where you're able to fulfill yourself and really just understand what what brings you joy you can share that joy with other people mm -hmm. but um, without expecting any any applause or don't do it for show like mm -hmm. just be genuine in who you are mm -hmm. and if you are the type of person who makes like who likes to make other people happy, do it for that reason, but not for them to um, then applaud you. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing: is don't try to please people in your everyday life, and that doesn't mean give people the cold shoulder. Yeah. But just understand where your joy comes from, and then from that you can share with other people. Mm -hmm. A second lesson yeah. um, is to really going on to adding to understanding yourself mm -hmm. is understanding what you're capable of and don't let anyone downplay that yeah 
I think especially in university, you'll encounter a lot of advisors or people who are who are with their best intentions giving you pieces of advice. Mm -hmm. But there's a saying that goes like, take every piece of advice with a grain of salt mm -hmm. and just understand that um, it doesn't have to apply directly in one certain way, but um, really understand what you can do and and understand how far you can carry yourself, what you need to do to get there, mm. and don't let anyone tell you that you can't, because yeah. that's not true. Wow, I like that. I like that. I like the way you're emphasizing on be true to yourself. Um, stop seeking to please others or seeking the approval of others, because I think whenever we seek to others' approval, then we are so bent on pleasing them and what they think and what are they going to say about this. But if it's more of uh, an intrinsic drive to do something because it's the right thing to do and um, really seeking, I call it dancing to, for the audience of one, where mm -hmm. does God really approve of what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. um, if he does, then it's, it's, it's good. Um, and not so much of the people approve of it because if it's the right thing people will approve of it anyway mm -hmm. and sometimes even the right thing people may not approve of it anyway exactly. so yeah i really like what how you're bringing it out and so your third key lesson my third lesson uh would be to definitely listen to the people around you and the people in your life because mm -hmm. everyone has a story to share and counsel to to advise and so just being able to take on from the people around you and and receive advice with an open and joyous heart i think is a really um, key lesson that I've learned because when you do that your perspective can be shifted in so many ways mm. you can see things that you never would have before but if you're if you're close-minded and you think I already know this I don't need to listen then mm. you're blocking that blessing so just listen from the people in your life and accept wise counsel as it comes yeah and I like the way that you have you have highlighted not just any counsel because there's a lot of counsel out there but wise counsel and also not just anyone but people who are in your life, so people who are looking out for your good, mm -hmm. people who, if they speak into your life, they are being authentic, mm -hmm. and they mean well, they want to see good out of it. Thank you for those beautiful lessons. And um, Lisa, we just want to wish you well. I don't know, um, I know the last couple of weeks you have uh, been in Africa, touring a bit of Africa, and especially Kenya, and I just want to hear from you how that has been like. Um, what what is your highlight for the vacation that you have spent around here? Yeah. My highlight would, across the board, just generally being able to see people and spend time with a lot of people while I've been here. Mm -hmm. Where it's rarely um, a one-on-one -on -one type thing like we have right now. It's usually groups of people <laughs> and families and yeah. just being able to hang out with people. So we recently took a trip to Nakuru mm -hmm. and we had all the cousins, a few aunties and it's just such a good time to be able to be surrounded by joy and also getting to see new sites, climb Mount Logonat. Wow, yeah, that and was something. Yeah, so that was something I really enjoyed because you're getting to do exciting things with people that you love. So mm. I've enjoyed getting to spend time with people this trip. Mm. You really are a people person. <laughs> your heart, your speech, your joy uh, comes from all that. So um, I, I do see a lot of that in you. And I think um, when our lives are about people, we are also equipped for that. Um, we are equipped to, to, to be able to influence or impact uh, people because uh, uh, we, man is made to, to, to really not be alone 
doing things his way it's having people around him and, and in mind and so Lisa I just want to appreciate who you are and the way you impact our lives and uh, the lives of those around you uh, I've watched you and I know that you're going places and uh, I'm just also glad for this uh, uh, interview because uh, it's really meaningful for me so thank you for being my guest thank you auntie for hosting <laughs>